Hello, beloved, and welcome back to our part two of our James chapter two study. If you have not listened to James chapter two for our part one, please go listen to that. Um, It'll help you understand James two better and uh, you won't kind of feel, I don't know, alienated if that's the right word. So, okay. Welcome to Mobius Ministries. My name's Josiah. Uh, and this has been a very, um, I, I've been loving this study so far, honestly. And I, I feel a lot of peace on uh, just kind of the study that I've done and what God's been showing me. So, okay. We left off, beloved, on Christians. There are certain Christians out there that will nitpick and and criticize certain works that will back up your faith in order for you to be saved. And and those people are it just uh, that's all I'm gonna say. God love them. Let's just say that. Now this is not true. So how do we know what a work or a fruit that comes out from true faith? How do we know? Well, we can look at scripture. <laughs> I think we can see the fruits of the Holy Spirit be evident in someone's lives. Not all the time, but you see a difference between someone who has fruit to someone who claims to believe in God, but there is, is there repentance in their lives? Do they practice being accountable to a spiritual mentor or getting into God's word? Do they do things that would uh, that would that you would see as God honoring? So, we're gonna go verses twenty through twenty-four here. Um, I don't have any notes. Oh, I do have some notes on this. I actually have a lot of notes, but um, okay. So, James, we're still on the topic, obviously, of faith without works is dead. James goes on in verse twenty and says, "Do you, and." If you, I'm reading out of the out of the ESV version. In case you like to know, still we're still in the ESV. We're not bouncing around like we did before. But James says, "Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless?" He's, he's asking that as a question. I'm sorry. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac to the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works and faith was completed by his works and the scripture was was fulfilled that says Abraham Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God 24 you see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone and in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute justified Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. Now, I don't know the story of Rahab too much, but you guys can look into that yourself if you want sometime. James finishes in verse 26 and says, For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. Okay. Let's just, yeah, I know I'm not near the microphone right now. I really don't care. Let's just breathe for a second. Okay, now, beloved, I'm going to play out a scenario here. 
let's use someone as a Christian, for example, where they are having very tough circumstances, setbacks, they are stuck in a certain season, but they continue to seek God. Whether that's in church, at home, reading God's word, praying at home, things being shown that would prove there is fruit in this person's life in secret. Now, in secret or in public, going to church. Now, secret would be your one-on-one time with God. Meaning, when no one is watching, they are continuing to seek the Lord. They have, they have integrity. They may struggle with swearing, looking at the opposite sex lustfully, listening to inappropriate music that, uh, that does not glorify the name of God, whatever. But they go back to God and they say, I'm sorry. They go back to that repentance. They have a Psalm 51 moment and they change their minds about things. They confess their sin to a spiritual mentor in their lives. Eventually, they may ask God to change their hearts about these things. And God will. In this story, you can see that there really is only some fruit in the midst of this person's trial, in this person's trials. So let's let's stop right there. What are some fruits that we see in this person's life? They're having repentance in their lives, in their sin, they're confessing it to the Lord, they're confessing it to their spiritual mentor. They're getting alone with God. That's that's a big fruit. That is humility. That's behind the doors. No one sees that. Only God. Um, they, they worship the Lord. Um, they read his word. They might be into intercessory prayer. They might do that a few days a week. Um, but they're also struggling with maybe some lust upon another, upon a female. They may listen to inappropriate music with another person. Um, they may struggle with swearing, but they have repentance. They have that fruit. They have that work. That is some of their fruit in the, in the midst of, of this person's trials, in the midst of, also, I, for, I mean, I said before that they're, they're still having trials. They're having setbacks that they just cannot control that the Lord is obviously sovereign over and is wanting to discipline this person in this season so that when they're disciplined enough, they're able to move forward. They're able to go into the new season. So you see, I'm just, I, I was trying to find where I left off in my notes. You can see that there are works. So if you see some some people having less fruit or works, I had words, I was trying to figure out what I was trying to say there. If you see some people having less fruit or works than others, I really encourage you. Do not look down on them. Do not have partiality. Do not have favoritism. Tenderize your heart. Pray for them. That is love right there, beloved. That 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 is That is you having a heart of I want the best for you. You and I, what Peter says about us, we are in equal standing with one another. Why? Because we have both fallen short. Oh wretched sinner I am. 
Who can save me from this? We were both there. Make sure that you also look in, at the logs in your own eyes before you start judging other people in your head secretly. Whether if you want to judge people secretly or, or, or you want to go off and you want to... James 3, we're going to talk about Latin next week. Lord willing, we're going to talk about the tongue where James talks about gossiping. James pulls out a scripture in Genesis in James 3 about we're all made in... Your brothers and sisters, they're made in God's image and you're gossiping about them. You are judging them. Jesus said, don't judge while having a log in your own eye. So there's, there's, there's two parts to play here. Pray for them. That, that is the tenderized heart. If you love the church, you'll do what's right for them. It's, we went across this verse, uh, you know, when we were going through Proverbs, beloved Romans 15, 1. Let me find just, let me find it real quick. Now we, who are strong in our convictions and faith, ought to patiently put up with the weaknesses of those who are not strong and not please ourselves. So, okay, how do I not please myself in that moment? You don't judge them. What do you do? Paul says, put up with their weaknesses. What's a way I can put up with them? I can... I can, in their sin, Galatians 6.1, I can restore them gently in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I can, again, pray for them. Say, Lord, open their eyes. Lead them into deeper intimacy, into deeper holiness, into deeper righteousness, into deeper endurance, into deeper consistency. We read last week, James 1, consistency and steadfastness. Lead them into deeper consistency and steadfastness. I've done this in my life, beloved. And when I when I judge people, when I get in the car and I go, oh, well, he pulled this out of context and this person was just judging people. The Lord just convicted me and said, Josiah, that is so, that is so unfruitful. That is terrible. Jesus was on the cross with, 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 think about it, nails in his, across, thorns in his skull. He was beaten. He, he drank the, ra- the cup of God's wrath. And he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Now, just to finish off my um, my notes here. Now, I say all of this, beloved, because I see Christians categorize certain works that signify people being saved. And it really makes me sad. I, I, I get a little bit angry over it. And I hope that's like a righteous anger. But at the end of the day, those uh, those people are showing partiality. That's exact. They they are doing exactly what James is so clear about not doing. 
and he makes that abundantly clear. Well, amen and amen. That is our James 2 study, season 16, episode 163. Let's close in prayer, beloved. Father, I pray that as we hear about your word and the wisdom that we just heard, Lord, let us not just be hearers but doers with a heart of humility. When we see a man coming in dressing really nice with a beautiful family and you see another person coming in alone looking like they've had a really rough week let us not show partiality father change our hearts to care for all of the saints in the body of christ help us to not make distinctions among ourselves and make ourselves judges with evil thoughts father open our eyes father lord i pray for the rich in the church that are dragging people into court god you said vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord i pray that we would just take the right steps take the right actions I pray for those that might be struggling in their faith and having doubts if they're really saved. Father, I pray for healing in any double-mindedness. I pray for wisdom, Lord, that you are willing to give out with without reproach, God. Holy Spirit, show them again how delighted you are to show us these things again. Thank you that mercy triumphs over judgment, Lord. I pray that we would continue to have beautiful fruit and works that come from our faith. I thank you for your word, Lord, and just how much it guides us and leads us God, I thank you just for being with us, and I thank you for the words that were poured out from your mouth and your heart. I pray if there's anything that I said that is not true, Lord, you would just rid it from people's hearts. I pray for those that are struggling in a difficult home life. Lord, they'd be faithful in the things you want them to do in this season. You would tear down idols, tear down walls, tear down false doctrines. Pray for protection in their dream realm, Father. Any sin they have fallen into, Lord, I restore them gently in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for today and tonight, and that you're with us. And we love you, Father. We love you. We worship you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Well, as you guys can see, I did get a new picture for my podcast, and yeah, it doesn't look the sharpest. My photographer is very busy right now, and he is waiting to make it a little bit more sharper, but I mean, come on. Is it really about that? No, that's probably just my pride, so just restore me gently on that. Next week, beloved, we will dive into James 3, Lord willing. Um, That is a very deep, um, very, very deep subject. James 4 is really big. James 4 is, oh my gosh, it's got some really scary stuff. James 5 is, um, talks a lot about humility, healing, um, and, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this part two message on James chapter two study. This is your friend Josiah. God loves you.